Hey, welcome back. Uh, this is Mike of the Unscripted Gaming Podcast. Once again, David is uh, joining us. Say hello, David. Hello, everybody. We're back. We're going to talk about some movies. You know what? We actually we never officially christened the name of this podcast. Yeah, we, we didn't, right? We, we didn't. But we decided we might keep doing it because it was it's fun. And we get to BS about movies and stuff. So... We were kicking around names and thinking, what would be a great new name for a, a dumb movie podcast that no one listens to? And I suggested the idea that we honor truly one of the great, <laughs> greatest Oscar heists in history before 2017, apparently. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and we, uh, you know, forever remind people of the tragedy that happened to the best film of 2015 being Creed. Yes, definitely. So, he, henceforth... This podcast will be known as Creed Got Robbed. Creed Got Robbed. Welcome everybody. A movie podcast. Welcome to the, uh, you know, we're we're the the ship is built. We're we're breaking bottles on on our, on our vessel to explore the the wide movie going sea aboard the SS Creed Got Robbed. People <laughs> all aboard, all aboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, speaking of of things that got robbed. Let's um, talk about La La Land. Let's talk about La La Land. I mean, since, I mean, the dust has kind of settled. It's been we're about a week or so out, a little more. But I mean, you can't. It's kind of that's kind of the weird thing about these Oscars is that you. It's hard to even care about what actually won, other than just because like holy shit they got it wrong, right. and they let it happen for like two minutes. Like what? That doesn't happen. Like, what? <laughs> it was it was some of the most cringy time I ever had watching live TV. Oh my god, man, that's the best part of live television these days. The it's, cringe, you know, it's it was just is just you never know when you're gonna see like the fuck up. Mm. You never know what's gonna when it's gonna happen, and then when you're watching it, you're like, I'm part of history. <laughs> I witnessed history. I was th- I was there when Twitter was lit af about this thing everybody already forgot about look it's a week later and no one even cares exactly but that's i mean okay so that kind of aside like that was crazy i mean everybody's done like the full like investigative like you know was there a second shooter style (laughs) deep dives on it which i think is you know you know there are many reasons why journalism is back in 2017 and you know the, the 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 full fledged investigation into this this happening is just another notch on that on that belt. I yeah, it's the, they're looking for the smoking envelope. That's all they're doing. They're just looking for the smoking envelope. Mm, yes, held by Matt Damon, who is stung by bees. <laughs> apparently, I don't know, that's a bit of an unforgiving description that I saw. I'm like, come on now, he he just works there. Yeah. Come on. Um. But beside that, I thought, uh, you know, we. Overall, it's I mean talking about some of the I guess sidebar like I thought I thought Jimmy Kimmel was entertain was pretty entertaining as a host. Um, I thought he was doing pretty well. I th- I thought he I thought he did a good job. It, you know it's obviously long and self important, but that's kind of what the Oscars you know kind of yeah. are. Yeah, you know? and and I liked how it just kind of felt like a long episode of a like a Tonight Show. I don't know, and they're yeah, they're just kind I of agree. fun to watch. Like I don't know, they're not like they're not super super entertaining, but like they'll make you chuckle, and that's what it did. So. Yeah, I don't know. and I, uh, I, I, I did, a, I did appreciate like, uh, like when they had those 
the segments where like Javier Bardem is talking about like the four tenets of movies and like some people that might be like really boring, but then it's like Javier Bardem comes out with, you know, this actress that he, or this person that he really respects, like in this movie, I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, or like Seth Rogen with like Michael J. Fox. Like that's, I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, so I appreciated some of that stuff, but, um, Look, I guess looking at the awards here, if we want to kind of take a look at those, I mean, every it was kind of you know uh, we were poised for a La La Land sweep, and that was probably, you know, I I wasn't placing any bets. The smart money would have been on Moonlight if you're you know looking for a big payday, mm-hmm. but La La Land looked poised to sweep, and I thought it was interesting that it you know, um, uh, I guess I kind of got the sense when I saw it, like wasn't and like wasn't winning things like edit sound editing or mixing or like uh or you know costume design that's when i was like oh la la land might be in a little bit of trouble here because it because usually when you have some kind of like tour de force kind of picture it just wins just people just vote it down the list for everything yeah and that wasn't happening with la la land which i thought was i thought it was interesting yeah you, you think of i'm looking here at a list and you look at like best sound editing like you would think that would go to la la land just by nature of it being a musical, but mm. it went to Arrival, and I thought that was—I thought that was actually pretty accurate. I thought it was pretty appropriate. Looking back at the movie, yeah, I, I thought, thought it was pretty accurate. Yeah, I think it was definitely. It's definitely one of the. Um, this is gonna tell me if this sounds dumb or not. I think of the films that I enjoyed in in the in 2016. It was a. It it really it the sound was very effective, and it was. Like I guess there's kind of like the the shock and awe of it, like it's just like these big booming sounds, like that doesn't sound that were used sparingly. Yeah. That was I thought was like was like whoa, okay, this is like I thought it did a good job making like the alien seem like very, very, very strange and different. and and just how many times the movie had overlapping dialogue across different timelines, like it and it didn't this editing didn't come across as confusing. It seemed like you knew what was happening. Like, Oh, mm-hmm. this is, this is future Amy yeah. Adams talking about past Amy Adams. Like and it, yeah. it, it kind of made sense. And I think maybe that, maybe that's what won them the editing award, but I don't know. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess La La Land didn't sweep everything like we thought it would. Yeah. And it looked, let's see, I guess what some of the other kind of, were some other kind of surprises that we saw it looks like almost everything else went kind of by the books which is kind of which is kind of funny considering it i mean supporting actor went to mahershala which i thought was you know incredibly was very well deserved mm, i agree you know viola was viola was the big favorite for supporting actress people really i wasn't sure how original screenplay was going to go but I, it sounds like manchester winning that was not an upset um i think la la land was a very well directed film and deserved the best director award um yeah, and uh, oh wait, we uh, we we definitely have to stop and talk about um, Oscar award-winning film Suicide Squad. I think uh, you know, I think the DC universe. I can't wait for that to be <laughs> the DC universe now has an Oscar under its belt. That's pretty. Uh... So how many how many Oscars Oscars do the Marvel movies have? Um, I, how many? One, two, how, how oh, many? zero, zero. I, I, zero? Oh. I think it. I think mm. it's zero. Yeah, I don't think they have any. Take that, Marvel shills. Marvel fanboys. I know. Well, uh, yeah, we better go. Ta- better go talk to you know, uh, Stan and go you know, get our paychecks. You know. Yeah. Because 
I mean, they're not all, you know, you can't argue with that. But, you know, it's like I was saying, you know, people kind of like to mock that stuff. You know, a lot of people, it takes a lot of people to make a movie. And, you know, it's true. If they, they, you know, if they deserve the award, uh, so the Academy votes, then, you know, I respect the hard work of the people who made that <laughs> film, but it's a bad movie. Oh, it's a terrible movie. No excuses. So, no excuses for that trademark movie. Trademark phrase here at Creed got robbed. Um, I thought... Let me. Guess oh, what about um, what about a uh, best animated picture? How'd you feel about that? Because Utopia won, right? Yes, it did. And I, you know, I, I, I was personally, I was, I person, I guess personally, I thought, I think Kubo. Uh, I did not get a chance to see the Red Turtle, but I, I really enjoyed Kubo. But I, I really, I kind of see why Zootopia won, just because Zootopia is a really good movie. Yeah. It's really fun. And it's it, it, it looks great. And it's um, relevant. I mean, it's, it it's got a, so. a relevant story. So the Academy seems to love relevant storylines. Yeah. It was, a, it was a very entertaining and very good film, dude. It was very nice. Yes, it was. Um, I, re- I think uh, I'm really glad to see that OJ Made in America got recognized for best documentary. I mean, that's, I don't really know what it's doing as a documentary. <laughs> I mean, it's like a, I mean, it's like an eight hour movie, which is, technically so it's like technically it's a documentary but uh i think that was an incredible that was an incredible kind of series which i i really enjoyed um, is that like the first like streaming service only movie or tv show that's won an award like that has there been another one in the past um, i don't think there has been hmm i know that i know that there was uh i i think I guess this is it's kind of a, a kind of a sidebar, but I know that Manchester by the Sea got a lot of got a lot of play, or I guess a kind of production support from Amazon. Oh, really? Um, so that I, I, which is, I mean, them, you know, even getting in for you know best actor, uh, which you know some people weren't have their have their concerns with Casey, but I think people respected his performance. Um, but I think it, it was interesting to see, kind of see. You know the the streaming giants like Netflix and uh, Amazon at least kind of try and kind of start sneaking into the Oscars, especially with especially when you have headlines. You know, like Netflix giving uh, Martin Scorsese like just like, hey, make this movie with Robert De Niro. Yeah, and that's going to be a Netflix movie. That's crazy. You know what what it means to be like a straight to Netflix movie is or a straight to Amazon Prime movie. It's going to be very different in the next coming uh, next few years, which you know, I think is probably good for movies because nep- they're kind of in an arms race to get like get directors and give them crazy amounts of money to make whatever they want because that drives people to the platform. So it's going to be interesting. It's good. that's one thing I'm really excited to see about the Oscars going forward is what kind of like who's gonna like who who's gonna win the streaming service movie to get the best picture like who's that going to be like that's a i think that's a really interesting kind of horse race right now it'll be interesting to see yeah what kind of stuff pops up any other surprises Um, any other um i don't know about big surprises but again i i think just because of the craziness in the moment like I, i do feel bad for all the parties involved but we should give some props to moonlight i mean they they you know they i think they really kind of you know, not that you can't, it wasn't understood that you can't, uh, you know, make a best picture film on a shoestring budget, but the movie had made, had a $5 million budget 
and is an is like a basically an all time indie classic already. And I'm just I, I was as much as I love La La Land, I I was very I'm super happy to I'm super glad that Moonlight won. I think it was the most deserving film. Um, not to be like oh the Academy finally gets it right, but um. Well, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. I mean, and people kind of tend to say that a lot, like, oh, they finally got it right. They finally got, they finally picked the deserving movie. But, like, thinking back, like, Mad Max was the best movie. So, I I think Mad Max just winning everything was completely appropriate. So, you know, it... Hat, hat, you know, in, in the, in the... In the unfortunate circumstance where Creed yeah, did not get I nominated mean, for Best Picture Film, I can respect that one might make the assumption that the Mad Max was one was in fact the most deserving film of you know. I can I can respect that. <laughs> Continue. Okay. I don't even remember what I was gonna say. All I all I remember is Creed got robbed. That's all I remember. CGR baby. <laughs> um. So I I guess just kind of final kind of closing thoughts on um on the Oscars I mean I I guess looking across the categories I don't feel like there is I mean other than I mean I really feel like all the I feel like it was a really good slate of like films you know I'm, I'm trying to look at these at least personally I'm looking at some of these awards and, and I, don't, I don't really see one that feels kind of like undeserved or like how the hell did that happen mm-hmm. I mean the craziness is in the you know all the 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 best picture announcement fiasco, but as far as you know when when the dust settled and you're we're kind of looking at the list, I think I, I I'm I don't know if there's anybody who got you know blatantly robbed this year, um, and uh, I'm really I'm really happy to see such a, like a a tiny a tiny film that you know doesn't have a lot of general appeal but i think tells a very important story like moonlight you know get the recognition and praise it deserves 100 percent agree awesome well that's about of a pretty as a bow as we can tie on that discussion so speaking of movies that we've uh that have shoestring budgets david and i recently saw uh the sensation that's been sweeping the nation <laughs> We should talk about Get Out. Oh, David. we should. We need to talk about that. We movie. we need we need a solid. We need time to geek out about this movie. We need time. Uh, you know. Okay, we try not to spoil. We didn't really spoil much in the Oscar debate, but we are gonna get into spoilers about Get Out now. So, if you haven't seen the film Get Out, you should. Pro- as much as we appreciate you listening, you should probably get out this podcast. Okay. I I would agree. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, just, get, you know, just get out. Just, just, just get out. Get out. <laughs> so just to lay the groundwork here. So this is a movie. It's the. It, I, I don't know. I think it might. If it is it his directorial debut. Um, Peels. I is it either that or Keanu? I don't remember. Yeah, it's so it's from Jordan Peel, who is you know of Key and Peel, the you know comedy duo. Um, and it's it certainly his first horror. Film. Oh, for sure. And again. It, just laying more groundwork it's about chris and his girlfriend rose and chris is black and he goes to meet his white girlfriend's parents and it's just a crazy version of the the worst nightmare of that and i thought this movie (laughs) david let me tell you about this movie Uh, i'm I'm listening i'm listening okay so i 
you know, I, I like going. I love going to the theaters. I love going to, you know, do you, you get in the seat, you see, oh, you see some trailers, like, okay, main picture showing, like, but most of the time, like, like, if I wanted to go see Moonlight, I feel like that movie wasn't much better if I had seen, when I saw it in the theater versus if I had just watched it at home. But I think Get Out is one of the most, not even talking about the film itself, It's I think it's one of the most fun, like, theater experiences I've had in a long time, like, because, you know, it was a Tuesday night, and the place was packed. Like, Tuesday night. I, I will say, I, I usually, I like the theater experience, but I am very, very put off by audience members who are kind of distracting. But this movie, yeah, it was packed. The people to the left of me would not stop talking through the whole thing. But, like, I didn't care. Like, it was crazy. I loved this movie so much, and I loved the the whole environment that it created. I was like, I don't I don't care yeah, about you talking. Like, this movie is fantastic. It's, just, it's too like, fantastic. It, it felt great to just... It felt great just to like revel in the spectacle of this yeah. movie, um, and, you know, with people like oh, like, like it's just been a while since so like don't go, don't do that, don't do that, oh, and then everyone else is doing the same thing. Like, I thought it was, I mean, I guess off the top of my head, like some of my some of the best like in theater kind of like this is incredible. Like this this definitely made that this movie way better. Kind of experiences were like. You know, when I, I think when I went to go see like the Avengers when it came out at midnight, uh, Snakes on a Plane opening night, those are just a couple of the ones off the top of my head. And Get Out felt a lot like seeing those movies. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, because like when people, you know, towards the end when he, when you know the, the police car when the car shows up and then it turns out to be like Rod from the TSA with the airport car, everyone's just like, yes, <laughs> yes, oh my god, yeah, it was, and it's so good. Like you can't not do that because you just this movie does such a good job at getting you invested, and it's, mm, it's it's just a, man, I don't even know where to start. Okay, okay, like, this, let's start. I, I got a starting point. I got a starting spot. Okay, Childish Gambino. Redbone at the beginning. Yes. Dude, okay. So I knew there was a reason why we we started this podcast. Yeah. Okay. The second you start your movie with Redbone, I'm like, mm, okay. hundred percent rotten tomatoes right there. That's why. It's so good. And and just like I mean, I, I have never had like a physical response to like a popular song being in a movie before. But when I started hearing Redbone, mm. I was just like, I just started just grooving in my seat. I was just like, this is this is good. This is gonna be a good movie. Stay woke, David. I gotta stay woke, yeah. This is like it's stay woke the movie like it's it was inc- like that that's a really good song. It is a very good I'm gonna, song. I should listen to that one we're done. That whole yeah, it, it is a very good song off a very good album. The whole everything's good about it. I love the whole that thing. Whole al- that whole album is great. I love that album. It's great. Okay, so what else did we like about this movie? How'd um, you, I th- I mean, how'd you feel about? I think it. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I liked how it. It's crazy because like it subverts all these horror tropes, while also it does that by kind of using like racial tropes like kind of in its place. So you know it's like our protagonist. It, it's just so refreshing to have like a protagonist who's really smart and um and you know doesn't fall and you know asks questions and is really inquisitive. It's like finally someone like asked fucking questions and is like creeped out by weird shit happening. Like finally, like it's like, he's not putting on his Scooby-Doo hat or anything. I was like, you know what? This is, this shit's weird. Like we, I don't think we should get out of here. And I'm like, thank you. Like, it's so refreshing to see that. Um, and, and 
it, I mean, it it is marketed marketed as a horror movie, but it doesn't rely on jump scares. It builds tension. I think I can. I yeah. think you can count the number of jump scares like on one one hand, maybe. I think it, there's two or three. But just the tension that this movie builds, and just how crazy everything gets, and how insensitive everyone seems it's just and then it finally just collapses at the very end and just like a yeah. perfect way and it's like it's crazy it's crazy because it starts off like you know it kind of builds that tension so early on with just like i mean just like general discomfort like you know when he get just when he's like stopped by the police officer and um and he asked for his id even though he wasn't driving like you know, it just in our in the environment we are in these days, you know, it's impossible to not you know have read stories about how that you know sometimes doesn't like pe- those that sometimes people make bad judgments. Yeah, and like it, and that's it. Having just all of you know what's going on in today's world, like in the back of your head while it's enjoyed, like the movie plays on all of that in really effective ways, and it's that's really entertaining. So it kind of takes that unsettlement and then like people asking you like, oh, what is it? Do you feel like your life is better or worse because you're African-American and just like, mm, mm, OK. Yeah. And then did, mm, and just, did you like how the Japanese guy asked that, too? Like, I yeah, like, <laughs> wow, just stuff like that. I mean, just how how it so smoothly turns that just kind of like discomfort that a lot of people, you know, experience and then. I mean, it had me like, uh, and it had me like second guessing, like, oh God, did I, I watch this one? I watched this like television show with a black person in it. And then I recommended it to someone black. I know at work. Does that make you rate? Oh God, what have I done? It just opened up this whole hilarious can of worms for me. Um, but it's crazy. The one thing I, this kind of, kind of goes into a point I want to make about the script, mm-hmm. like, cause it has all this like real, like very like realistic and grounded just discomfort throughout the movie that's like it's like oh i i it's like i i've definitely seen somebody say a permutation of what's happening right now like when someone says like oh lebron james is so well spoken it's like <laughs> wow he he like what is that he mean? can what do you mean he, he can that? put sentences together wow <laughs> it's yeah like that so when they when they turn you know, when it turns out that that all of that discomfort like all that just general discomfort is actually just an elaborate kind of when you like looking back at it it's just an elaborate setup for this like crazy body swapping shit like it's nuts like it blows my mind like it's so like every almost every line in the script has like a kind of double meaning because like when they get stopped by the police and Rose is like, you don't need to look at his ID. You're like, okay, yeah, Rose, thank you. But it's actually like, oh, because then the police would have a paper trail of where this dis- this like kid disappeared from. You're like, oh, oh no, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. And and then and speaking of it, and that Rose character, I love how later on in the movie she's eating, um, what is it like, Fruit Loops or something? She's eating some kind of yes. like multicolored cereal, and she separates it from her milk. Like just that, like little subtle storytelling, is just so well done and drinking drinking white milk through a black straw yeah and, yeah and and listening to abba it's just like oh god oh no oh no there, there are so many there are so many things about this movie that can comment about social stereotypes and like our, the state of racism today 
that like I don't even know like where to start like talking about them. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like when uh, you know, like the second, I mean, you know, as a as a white dude, like <laughs> I don't really. There's not a lot I can really like person like personally like I experienced can say on this, but. I ma- I imagine if, if you're like a black guy, it probably gets exhausting to hear, you know, oh, I would have voted for Obama for a third time, you know. I, I mean, I I I love the guy, you know. Like, you know. Yeah. Like that probably gets really old. Yeah. Like really really old. And just that Damn, this movie is so smart. And and even, so with that racism, like, I mean, cuz it is. It's 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 racism what this movie is about. Yes. So I think it's so interesting that the that the white characters who are racist aren't these like backwoods hillbilly down south. Like yeah, nobody's nobody's wearing MAGA yeah, hats. Like you know there there you know there there aren't any, there aren't no Trump no Trump flags. No, no, no pick them up. No pick them up trucks. They're, they're like, like they're well spoken. It's liberal. Yeah, they're well spoken. Like, they're liberal. They're white rich liberal people. Yeah. And I think that that says a lot about what Jordan Peele kind of wanted to get across with racism. I think he kind of wanted to open people's eyes to, okay, just because a person isn't from the South doesn't mean they can't be racist. Like this whole affectionism towards black culture, I think he's yeah, saying it it's racist. Like a, it's like it was like a like a like I, I don't know if this is a strong word, but it's it's like a fetishization of yeah. it, like. Like how the grant, like the grandfather, was obsessed. Like he, he quote almost got over it. Mm-hmm. Like when Jesse Owens beat him, and it's like, oh, if I, and it's like, oh, I could beat Jesse Owens if I just find an athletic black person and stick my brain in his body. If like, only. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Um. So I just so that's one that's one kind of crazy thing that like you know when my wife and I got home after seeing the movie. We were just going through different lines in the movie and how it was like so on on the surface it was just discount like you know a, a great like on the face commentary about that kind of like l- racism that is you know not as obvious as like you know what you traditionally comes to mind when you think about that uh, but how all that stuff was a setup for this like th- like this macabre thriller it's like just the it's just a super duper smart script. Like how it just almost every single thing has like a double on that. Um, oh man! And I also, uh, I also like re- super appreciated just how. Uh, uh, I mean, it, it's you know, it's like a horror. It's a horror movie. Like there's some there's some scary stuff in this movie, but I mean, just and then just like the comic relief that like r- that Rod brings is just like just this horror. It, it's definitely that's kind. Of, I think why I, I um. Why it was such an enjoyable audience movie, like movie as an audience, is like you know we're not like terrified, like we're not, um, because you know we have you know you, we have like Rod and other kind of moments of levity to like, get everybody like, you know, on the same wavelength. So when it's, when like the big payoffs happen and you see like he's like like getting all the family like like stabs the guy with the deer hair, everyone's like yes mm-hmm. yeah like, man, and having that character, um having rod as like the kind of comic relief character he he's basically saying the things that everyone in the audience is thinking yes he is very like, much the audience like, and it was like he 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 is us watching his friend go through all this just mayhem 
so I yeah I really appreciated his character. Oh man. I will never disparage the fine folks at the TSA ever again. <laughs> right. We don't know how hard they have it. We don't know how hard they have it. You never know. Oh man. Uh, like I just don't even. You know, there's just so much to say about this movie. Like I think it's. Man, this movie is, is just. It's just so good. Like it's just. God, it was just such a great movie to watch. Yeah. It was just so much fun. Like it, it reminded me of like so I'm I don't know. Are you a big like horror movie fan? Like do you Uh, you know, I see the big mm-hmm. ones, but I'm not a, I would not, I'm not like a connoisseur of horror. I I wouldn't consider myself like a connoisseur, but I do see a lot of them and I I tend mm-hmm. to enjoy them. Um there's nothing I hate more than like a jump scare filled just super cheesy horror movie. And this was the complete opposite. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of like, you know, I call them like teeny bopper horror movies where it's like, oh, jump scare. Everyone be afraid of this one object. Like, I don't know if you've seen Bye Bye, like Bye Bye Man, like the gallows. Yeah, like the gallows. Like yeah. Like, I don't know if you saw Bye Bye Man, but it was like the most disgusting piece of dog shit that I've ever seen. Oh, like. I, and I, I think people would agree with me. I, I don't think anyone really likes that movie. But it was so refreshing to see a good horror movie that was thrilling, that had humor, but not a lot of jokes. And had a good, and yeah. had a good payoff at the end. Like, that's all I wanted to see. Oh, de- like, it, definitely. Like, this, like, the third act payoff is just, so, it just feels so damn good. Like, I've never seen so many white people be so happy to see a white girl strangled. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Well, the, you, tra- um, you trailed off there a little bit at the end. I'm not sure what you thought. What, huh? <laughs> what? Uh, um, man, I mean, I just, I cannot, I, I just, there's so many little details. Like, uh, this is a movie I would love to rewatch just because there's so, like, there's so many smart details packed in. Uh, I thought all the, ac- I thought the acting was great. Like, um, I think, like, yeah, I think everyone did a good job. Like, that, that, and that's another good thing about this movie is the acting it was all very appropriate. No one overacted. Mm-hmm. No one underacted. Everyone knew their parts. Everyone knew the characters. Um, I will say one character that I think, or I, I think her name is Catherine. Like, I don't remember her mm-hmm. last name, but um, Miss Armitage, the wife. Mm-hmm. Like some of her lines, especially around the dinner table, were like a little campy. But then again, I have mm-hmm. to remind myself that that could have just been her acting because in the movie she is literally acting. They're all acting yeah. yeah. So it's hard for me to criticize on like a like a like a line by line or like a delivery by delivery basis. I kinda have to take the movie as like a whole. Yeah. So as a whole I thought it I thought the acting was superb. Yeah, I um trying to think, you know, any other kind of closing notes here. I think just I think just one of the things I think I one kind of little note that my wife pointed out to me when, um, you know, that I think says like it just sums up what I love about this movie and just how much thought clearly went into you know what makes this movie so great is you know because Chris is he's tied up in the chair and then he's like and he's picking at the chair, um, and and he was able to like kind of fight off the uh, the mind resistance by stuffing like taking the stuffing from the chair and putting it in his ears. And my wife is like, you know, when we were driving home, I was like, do you think it means anything that he got free by picking cotton? Yeah. And I had to sit there. I was like, no, 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 
no, <laughs> no, no, just like, it was just, it was just, just the, that kind of like joke. I was just like, no, oh my God, like, no, there's no way, no, no, no. There are. Just, this movie is just full of that, and it's, it's just, man, like, like I'm, like I said, I'm not a huge horror fan, um, but there, that was just, it was just such an enjoyable movie. I mean, it's, I, I would categorize it almost as like more of a thriller. I would too. Than like a true like horror, like a horror, like when I think of horror, I think of like The Conjuring, like that. And this is a very different movie from The Conjuring. And but man, I think it was, I think it's a super, it was just a super smart way to take like what is probably the personal experience of a lot of a lot of people and just turn that into like a and just to turn that into this crazy thriller you know horror comedy thing that was just it was just such it's just all around it's just such an incredible package it was great i had so much david i had so much damn fun watching that movie I like just talking about it i want to go see it again like right now still showing, it's only like eight o'clock i should <laughs> Let's see. Huh, what am I doing tonight? I could man. I could probably see Get Out again. Dude. Man, I did man, that when makes... I got home, when we got home, we uh we saw it pretty late. And I guess we got home probably around like midnight or so. The second I got home, I was like, man, I really want to see that again. Because it is. Like the more you start to think about the movie and you think about the lines of dialogue, you're like, oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, that, that like means every that. Single that, piece means of, that. Like, every single piece of dialogue all, like has a double meaning. But, like, it's crazy. Like, it's so I, – I know I'm not even being very descriptive at this point anymore but or helpful, but it's – God, what a breath of fresh air. Like, man, that was – it was just so much – like there again, like kind of like I mentioned earlier. I don't know how much more longer we want to go. We kind of hit our our goal time. Yeah. But there's there's not a lot of movies that I, I mean, there seeing movies in the theater is great. But there's not a lot of movies that I think benefit from seeing it in with a definitely a bunch of other people. And this is a very communal movie. Uh, like seeing so grabbing a bunch of your friends and seeing it. It just sounds like the. It just sounds awesome. Like it's. I think it's the best way to see this movie. It's just to like, um, you know, you'll feel a little weird when you recommend it to your black friends. Uh, you know, get over it because it's worth it. It's that good of a movie, so everybody should go see it. In my book, I, But man, I would definitely, I would definitely agree. I, I've been recommending it to everyone like crazy. Like even people who I know don't like horror movies or like to be afraid at all. I'm just like, no, just. Go see it. Just trust me. Just go Just see please it. Please go see this movie. Please, 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 please. I mean, the nice thing is this movie had like a shoestring budget, and let me take a look at my kind of box office breakdown. I know it opened to about it opened to about thirty, I think thirty million um, on an opening weekend. So it, you know, made it's made its budget back six times over in just the in just the opening weekend. And I think it only had a 20% drop this past weekend against a, against a real juggernaut with uh, Logan. Logan. Yeah. Um, so it was, so this, I, people, the word of mouth is go, is going nuts on this movie. And I think if you haven't seen it yet, please go see this movie. This movie is damn, it's damn good. See it twice. It is so good. It is so enjoyable. 
Go see this movie. Go see it twice. Go see it twice. Well, hey, that sounds like a good place to kind of wrap up, David. I agree. Uh, this has been, uh, you know, kind of like we mentioned, yeah, another episode of Creed Got Robbed. We might put up a, for now, we'll probably keep this in, you know, the the podcast feed, but we might make a separate channel for that stuff coming soon or, you know, other kind of things. We might, we'll let you know when there's more detail on that, but we'll probably keep this in the same feeds for now. So, yeah, I think that's a, I don't know when we'll have one of these back. We might have some thoughts on Logan I, in the future. I, Who knows? I think, I think that should be definitely the next movie that we talk about. If you want, if you want a hell or high water, but a superhero movie, then you should go see Logan, uh, because that's what it is. Doesn't mean it's bad. It was, it was good. It was good. I liked it. Well, hey, I think that let's wrap it up. This has been a, the the I guess quote inaugural episode unquote of a uh, Creed got robbed. Uh, my name is Mike, and I'm David. We'll catch you later. See ya.